Will you accept this rose? Break them. Russian orphanage, and she wanted out. Well, um, that is that is, that is amazing. Very very well done. I do want to get. I do want to move on to the finale here because we did go on for a while there in our top fives. But very nice job, everybody. Thank you for doing that. I want to start with a little Caitlin and Tasha check in. I want to get. Oh, we already got Joey's thoughts. I think people know my thoughts too. I don't. I don't really care for. What do you? What what, what does the panel think of the job Caitlin and Tasha are doing hosting the season? I just want to throw it out to you guys. I feel like I, I didn't mind them, I think, because they're like familiar faces. Right. Had you thrown in like Emmanuel Acho, who who even did a good job with the after the final rose last year, it would have felt like too different. It would have been too big of a change for people watching for the last 20 years. Well, maybe not 20, whatever, 15 years. So like to have familiar faces, I didn't mind that aspect, but also having two of them was a little weird like taking turns Super with the lines and yeah it, i don't think you need much. one i don't hardly think you need one host and if you were to, and if you were if you were to bring let alone two and if you were to bring an emmanuel acho the only reason they brought acho in was because they were starting to kind of take that social stance around mm-hmm. what happened with the antebellum party and they wanted to bring in somebody that was kind of an expert with race relations to be able to deal with that right and boy i mean he knocked it out of the park to me he asked the questions he needed to ask i think rachel did a great job answering the questions as well and everything i thought it was an amazing job with the after the final rose um a good, good take there to tie out with you matt you were going to say something i think too no i agree i think like where the host makes their money is after the final rose. Exactly. It's the men tell right. all. And I think having two people just made it tough to like have an actual, con- like a real conversation with the contestants and the host. Because I felt like Caitlin and um, Tasha were always f- trying to figure out who was actually going to say the next <laughs> comment versus <laughs> just like, like looking at each other. a candid exactly. conversation with that person. Yeah, of course um, you can. And no, also that's... it's like, how are you going to backfill Chris Harrison? Like, He's the goat. He's not the goat, Matt. He's not the, He's goat. the goat. What what does he what has he done that makes him the goat? What what about him? Is it just the image? Do we just Honestly, like Chris Harrison it's, it's because after he, the final rose, like he asked he the questions yeah. that like everyone wants to hear answered other than just like how are you feeling? Yeah. Like you want to hear more like and I don't feel like you get that out of or we got that out of Caitlin and and Tasha. What and Shani, go ahead. Caitlin, I mean, Tasha, the thoughts. simple fact of the matter is is American Idol figured it out after season one. Does anyone else remember Ryan Seacrest had a partner in season one of American Idol? Really? Ryan Dunkelberg. Ryan Dunkelberger. Yeah. Either way, there was a second Ryan Seacrest on American Idol season one. And you said it correctly, Matt. They do not know what to do with two hosts. There does not need to be two hosts. And like you said, Fonz, is legitimately, why does the Bachelor need a host at all? Do I think that Caitlin and Tasha did the best they could? Possibly. Also, they're not professionals at it. You can Exa- definitely they are tell absolutely that. not, and that's not a bad no, thing. That's no. okay that they're not professionals at it, but you have to be. It in felt that very. Role. It felt very like like Matt said. It felt like they were talking over each other. They didn't know what to say, but also felt like it was like they didn't know what to do, and so they were being very much handed. It almost felt like they were being handed lines. Like it was so just like scripted. It felt like, and I didn't like it. Like it overall, I needed. One person, if it's Caitlin, if it's Tasha, if it's someone totally different, bring someone else. But two hosts don't work. Never has. Ryan Seacrest is here. Brian Dunkelberger is probably in a condo. Nobody somewhere. knows who that is. I'm, no. I'm like 90% sure you're making all of that I'm up. not. The Ryan Dunkelberger. At least you're making up that name. That's not a real name. That sounds like a made up name. Ryan Dunkelberger. It it's, it's close. It's close. I can give you that much. One, uh, one other thing that I thought of when I was watching the last episode was. Like, Chris Harrison excelled at when there was, like, confrontation between a, a contestant and the lead. I feel like he, like, helped fix and, like, helped him think through, like, 
what was going on. So, like, what would have happened if Chris Harrison was on this season and Greg was going through what he was going through and Kitty was going through what, he, what she was going through? Right. Could he have actually, like, mended that and kind of talked him through all of it? Like, you're literally, like, at the very finish line. Why are you leaving at this really? point? Really? Like, and, and Chris Harrison would be capable of doing that, having like, conversations with was, those people to the point where he had can so get much experience on the show and he'd seen so much that he could just be like, she is giving you all the signs that you're probably the one. Whereas, like, Caitlin, I don't think really gave that to Katie. No. I feel like Chris could have done a much better job of just maybe, like, fixing what was the province between Greg and hmm. Katie. That's interesting. I, I don't think Caitlin and Tasha really made any kind of an effort to solve any problems there. I think they just kind of let it exist. I think, Matt, you brought up a great point. When What, what Matt said is... Well, if you're going to have this conversation after the final rose, you can't have a conversation by alternating between Tasha and and Caitlin. You can't have a genuine conversation that way. It, it quite literally has to be that they are being handed. Here are the questions, and they're just reading off the questions. I'll say these ones. You say those ones. And what a terrible time they picked that for because Katie was going off, wasn't she? And let's talk about that, What what, what, what how, how Katie and Greg, kind of what went down with all of that. I mean, Katie was going off. And the host, I would like to think, would be able to acknowledge that. Acknowledge that level of, that we're kind of seeing Katie in a way we've never seen her before. I mean, we've seen Katie frustrated. We've seen Katie put up with no BS. But this seemed excessive to me. And I'd like to see the host almost kind of call them out on that. Almost kind of call them out on how they're going so far, like so far above and, and beyond what we've normally seen them like and kind of why they're reacting as strongly as they were. To, because to me, it was such an elephant in the room. The way that Katie was 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 reacting, Joey. I want to ask you your thoughts on Katie as she was just absolutely destroying Greg. Ty, I know you got thoughts on this as well. We'll get to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Katie obviously went in there with a mission. I'm going to destroy Greg on national television. Yeah, well said. <laughs> that yep. was that was clearly her mission, and I think she took uh, kind of some like. I don't, I don't know. She tried. I mean, she obviously was trying to paint herself in the best light and paint Greg in the in the worst light she could. Um, and she kept taking like these. She kept using like buzzwords like um, like gaslighting, and she brought up his acting. The and big buzzword was gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, ga gaslighting. Which nobody knows what that is, right? There's not one person on planet Earth that knows what gaslighting is. Like, the, 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 the nobody knows what that is, right? Yeah, including I, Katie. I've looked it up, I, and I, I still don't even know. No, what I know. It is. Same. I looked it up, and I didn't know what <laughs> it was after it looking it up. It sounds like it's kind of manipulating or kind of shifting the blame to somebody else, and kind of convincing. It, it seems like, but I don't know. There seems to be like nine different definitions for the word gaslighting. It seems like if you're just kind of acting out of order, you're probably gaslighting someone. I have no idea what that means, but yes, that seems to be there. That seems to be her big buzzword it sounds like she shared that on instagram if i'm not wrong as well immediately after the show is that right yeah and that's when i knew it was actually over oh hey you owe me 20 bucks yeah i do yeah, i do i, I do lost the bet yeah. <laughs> i do yeah because that was my original prediction that she was gonna actually you owe, me, you owe me 40 bucks you're, you're right because you still haven't paid me from the matt and michelle bet <laughs> me and joey have made three bets on this show he's lost <laughs> he's lost all of them well i guess you're oh two you're oh and two and one one of them was a tie but other than that you're you're oh and two we also made a bet on um on matt's season that he had would you have brie and rachel going to the end right yeah versus and, the field and versus the field i had the field I ended up being uh, rachel and michelle so you owe me 40 <laughs> bucks actually so you can venmo me after this uh, you can venmo me then yeah yeah but i mean i have yeah i have some more thoughts i mean on it like i i think that katie like i said we had a very clear mission i i see her point i actually see both sides like yes if Greg really, really liked Katie and was truly in love with her, should he leave over one fight, even call it? Was the, I mean, it, you know, just because she didn't react the way he wanted her to, if he really loved her, should he have left? Probably not. So I see her side of it, but I also see his side of it. She, she wasn't really validating his feelings, and, and he even called it out. He said, Katie, if you just said, I love you, I would have stayed, and she, she, it's, it's interesting because she wouldn't break her rule with Greg, but then, well, she seems, she, she seems so ready to break that rule with she Blake. Was just, man, yeah, didn't couldn't she? have been more ready to break it with, with Blake. Yeah. So, it, it seemed like that seemed like a double standard too. Which honestly, if I was Greg, I, I probably would have called that that one out as well. Um, and that, that again, maybe with a different host, maybe they would have called something like that out because that seemed 
kind of like an elephant in the room to me as it's, well watching it back. It seemed like some of the lowest hanging fruit in the world to call out is the I love you confusion. She won't say it to Greg. She refuses to say I love you to Greg. And it got to the point where she so strongly refused to say it that she let him go. But with Blake, she was so ready to say I effing love you and just yell it from a mountaintop. And I'm thinking to myself, what happened here? Because with 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 Greg, she when, when it ended with Greg, she literally said, book me my flight home. I think that's going to be the hardest thing for Blake to have to watch back is when Greg dumped when Greg dumped Katie, Katie said, book me my flight home. I'm out of here. She called Greg a front runner. She literally said that. She said, Greg, you are. I, she said that to, her, to the parents, I think, that Greg is a front runner. And she just, she came, I would say, about a centimeter away from saying, Greg, you are going to win the show. But she wouldn't say, I love you. Greg leaves, and now it's immediately, I love you for Blake. Well, what are we doing here? Was Blake really the guy all along? I don't really think that he was. So this I love you stuff, how the hosts aren't able to see that low-hanging fruit and say something about it is is, is just odd, odd, odd to me. Uh, Ty, I'm going to get to you in one second because I know you got thoughts on this. Keep going, Joe. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think, like I said last episode, I think it was scripted to a point where they're like, Katie, maybe hold back with Greg. Don't do it. But then when stuff really started to get crazy, I think – even the producers might have been like, whoa, like, what did we do here? Yeah. But they were like, probably like, this is great content. Keep it going. Oh, I'm sure the producers didn't want to step in and, and, and stop what was going on. Right. Yeah, once they, once, they, once they started pushing the snowball down the hill, they wanted to watch it roll to the bottom. <laughs> right. Exactly. But the thing is, exactly. I think like, like, like Katie was like, they were just kind of caught in the crossfire. So was Greg. And it just got really messy. And I agree with your point. I think, yeah, Blake's going to watch this back. And see all those those things that Katie said, and be like, was I second rate? I mean, I, I mean, it, it sure looks like he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm sure they probably they probably have a lot of conversations with each other about, hey, let's when we watch the show back, let's understand that this is what ABC wants us to see. This isn't real. This is what ABC wants. I gotta imagine that they have to talk to each other about Katie's other relationships. That you, I I imagine a lot of cup bachelor couples maybe don't talk about that. The fact that she had kind of 30 boyfriends and you got to kind of understand that like when you watch the show back, that's what ABC wants you to see and maybe not the reality of it, but you're right. That's got to be heartbreaking for Blake to see. It just does, especially considering where he's at. Ty, I know you were watching it. You were getting pretty frustrated with Katie, right? You, you could not hide your frustration with Katie and I was loving it. I was loving the fact that you were getting a little hot about it. Tell me about your thoughts about the way she handled herself with Greg on the app. After the final rose. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone was a fan of Katie throughout the season. Like, she was she was a great bachelorette. She was great on her season as a contestant. And so, you know, it, the season had been, you know, fine. It wasn't, the, like, the craziest or most entertaining season. But, like, Katie was fun to watch. It was enjoyable. Um, but watching the, the breakup, I, I definitely, like... I don't know. I felt Greg's frustration. I think I, I to Joey's point, you can definitely see both sides of it. Um, and maybe Fonz, it's just what ABC wanted us to see. They knew Greg was going to have this crazy breakup at the end. So they cut it exactly to be us being shocked that Greg leaves, which is obviously possible. But he seemed to actually. I don't like, think so. I don't think so. Because Katie, Katie's saying. True. You're the front runner. True. Katie's saying, book my flight home. I mean, unless mm -hmm. they're really getting into what Katie's words and the way Katie's reacting. I mean, I, I yeah. don't think no, so. I, I think there's something there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seemed like actual, like, raw emotion out of Greg. It seemed like you're going to go crazy in that place. And if you can't even get a response, I don't think he was even asking for the I love you to his point. It was just like, give me something right. when I pour my heart out. Um so I felt for him in that in that episode, and then obviously tonight to see the after the final rose where when she just came out swinging, like it was. There's something to be said about that. How hard she came out swinging. There's something. Uh, there had to be something. She to be stormed. Said about that. She stormed to the stage. I mean, like the second her shoes on the camera, it was like game face. Like put the gloves on. She was ready to. Mm -hmm. And the buzzwords. I mean, yeah, she she was trying to put an end to and it. And I think there that was and ruin his bachelor career basically right. in, in twenty. Seconds. Do you think she did? Do you think he's unbachelorable after that? Maybe as the bachelor. Yeah. Um, he seemed to do a good job of kind of saving face, but 
The yeah. crowd it, definitely it, turned. Like the crowd was cheering for her in the beginning, but then as as their conversation went on, they were cheering for him and what he was saying. Greg made a few points. It, it, to me, it's not about what anybody said. It's the way they're saying it. I think, Matt, you said it while we were watching. You said, well, she's got to have some kind of feeling for Greg still because she doesn't. you don't get that emotional and that right. hot about something yeah. unless you care about it a lot, which Katie obviously still does. And to me, what really bothered me, because I think people that listened to my last episode, I was kind of team Katie with the whole thing. I said, um, if Greg wasn't going to give, if Greg felt like he wasn't getting the validation, you know, Katie apologized for that. They tried to move. Katie did everything in her power to try to move on past it. And Greg just wasn't accepting it. And I was kind of team team Katie, but I wasn't team Katie with this after the final rose. And it had everything to do with her tone. It's just this over the top. I would call it mean and rude kind of tone that she's using. And I'd never really heard her talk like that before. Joey, give me your thoughts in terms of the way Katie's just berating the guy. It, it, it seemed way too far. I didn't like it. I thought it was, again, kind of mean. You know who she was reminding me of? Her aunt. <laughs> I'm kind of reminded of the fact that she's married or that she's related to that aunt because, my goodness, um, like, understand that Greg has some pretty serious emotions here. I don't believe Greg's doing this for acting school. I don't believe he's doing it for these things. And I think she knows that too. So for her to say these things, I, I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Joe, you have any thoughts? Yeah. I, so I, it's so interesting. I, I think you watch the second to last episode where Greg leaves. And I think in a way, it's so funny. I think I said, oh, I agree with a lot of what Greg said, but he might have gone a little bit overboard. And I think Katie felt embarrassed. And I think I even said that Greg in a way kind of ex may, may have exposed Katie a bit. Um, maybe not being as genuine count it right right <laughs> as as you know maybe she led on uh, initially and so i think katie wanted revenge right i think she came 100%. back hundred percent she really wanted revenge and it's so funny the oh, role she got it too didn't she <laughs> yeah it's so funny that yeah i mean the roles were kind of reversed because like greg was really emotional and he almost kind of came out swinging in when he broke it off yeah and she she kind of it was almost reversed right he was real calm here she she was the one sending the blows on this one so right. that's what's uh, that was what is like ironic about right. her being so right. upset with his tone, the way he like addressed it and spoke to her. Yet she just yeah. went all. No, in. I think you make a really great point, Joy, because like she kept referencing like when you watch it back, when you watch it back, when you watch it back. So she was like clearly like he made his point and like made her look bad essentially in that moment, and now she wanted to like get her two cents in and kind of reverse I'm just, the... I'm just picturing Katie. It's like 3 a.m. and she's been watching clips of her and Greg for like 48 <laughs> hours on repeat just figuring out exactly what to say so she can just rip on the after final the row uh, at the after the final rows. The, I think... I, I, I think... Sorry, just one second. I think um, Tasha said, do you know what you're going to say to Greg? And she said no. And I think that was a huge lie. I think that she had that prepared and ready to go, and she had every word nailed down. She was saying that in front of the mirror. She was ready to roll on that. Someone was going to say something. Was that you, Ty? Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, like, what we haven't even touched on either is going into the finale, like, I think half of us sitting here were like, how does this end? Like, is does she go back for Greg? Does Greg come back? Like, still somehow thinking he was in the picture, and then I know when they gave us the little like sneak preview for the next commercial break of her going off and like mentioning the acting and stuff like that, it was like shocking. We're like, right? I didn't see this coming. Like I thought there was still like hope for them, but to see how yeah angry she was, there had to have been something still there for him. Right. And then we move on from Greg. Unless yeah, Joe, you have another Greg thought. Uh, oh, I was just gonna say one more thing, kind sure. of about the final segment. I th that was a great point though, Ty. I agree with you on that. Um, but I think that, and we already kind of touched on this, but just to kind of close the loop, I, I think that like, I agree with you. That was hundred percent prepared. Every single like blow. It almost seemed like a bullet point of the list. Like it was like every single time. And especially with the one that's the two that stand out were the, the gaslighting and the acting. And those were very, very clear. The acting was a cheap shot. It was a cheap opinion. shot. It was, it a, was cheap a cheap shot. shot. He's, not cheap an act, shot. he's not an actor. I think, Matt, you mentioned he has an IMDP page. I looked it up. He doesn't have any. There's no credits on it. The only credit is Batsarat. It's not like he's been in stuff before. He's not an actor as far as I can see. Maybe he went to acting school. You know, we're happy for you. Uh, you know, Man, yeah. if that guy, we watched it back actually. Uh, this past weekend, yeah, that's, that's how I'm spending my weekends now. I'm watching Bachelor. 
and we watch it back. You're, you're rewatching the bats are now. <laughs> I, we we rewatch between the, between DOJ and watching the bats are back. That pretty I much my hands it. are full. Yeah, <laughs> but we watch back the fight, and we're like, if that guy's an actor, if he looks like Ryan Gosling, put him in the Notebook too, because right, he did a pretty good he job. Could, he was having tons of tears and more emotion than I've seen almost ever on the show. So if that guy should, once is an aspiring actor, and that was an acting job, then then he should yeah. Put him in notebook too. So I, I think that those were just they were like low blows. I would say they were. She was blow. They, she was sending a lot of blows. They just felt. I don't know. Just yeah, cheap shot, low blow. I don't know. That's, yeah. Shawnee, that's Shawnee, any any, any thoughts? Meme. Any thoughts over there, Shawnee? I mean, the simple fact is exactly what you said. I don't think there's much I can add. I just I've always felt the whole thing is is two things, both show passion. Passion. Put is, that mic a little closer. Yeah, passion relates to two different feelings. Hate and love, and I think she's passionate still, and so I, it tells me that there is way more there. She did not seem like a girl who was happily engaged in that moment. Yeah, I would and agree. that's all I can leave it at. She, there was too much passion there for uh, Greg still, and I never saw no passion like that for Blake the whole episode. I'm sorry. No, nobody did. So, right? Nobody did. Nobody saw that kind of passion for Blake the whole episode. I, I, I can't imagine. Were you say something, Joe? No, I was just saying. Very good point. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think you're spot on. Uh, I think you're spot on correct. So I'm thinking to myself, well, she's going to break up with Greg or Greg's going to leave and then that's going to be at the end of the show, right? Or they're going to figure, they're going to just kind of lollygag around for two hours. But she immediately gets right back into it. She immediately, the next thing I see, she's she's throwing paint balloons. Her and, her and, uh, her and Blake are throwing paint <laughs> balloons at each other. I blink and now all of a sudden she's back in it throwing paint balloons at Blake. And I'm thinking to myself, Really? We're going to do this after you said, I want to go home. And she basically said, Greg is the front runner. She said, Greg's going to be here next week. She didn't say that to Blake. She's holding off on the I love you, and I have no idea why. The I love you edit made no sense to me. When she wouldn't say it to Greg, but she would immediately say to Blake, made absolutely no sense to me. And I'm thinking to myself, really? We're going to keep going with these two guys that you have established on the show, as far as my eyes can see, as second rate? They are to me, but both of them, Blake and Justin, but also Blake, who's now engaged with her, was second rate to Greg based on what I was shown. Any thoughts, Ty? Do you have any thoughts on the fact that they just, well, what the hell, what's going on here? I was, I was a little shocked to see her continue on, just throwing paint balloons at Blake, acting like everything's hunky dory. Well, it's not because you're not with the guy you wanted, who was Greg. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was weird, um, and the way she really kind of tried to. Sp- Spin it and save face a little bit is when they asked her when she fell in love with Blake and she used basically her telling him Greg left I was devastated and him just not giving a shit right was right. why she fell <laughs> exactly. in love with him exactly <laughs> it was bizarre I mean the yeah I mean we 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 kind of were cracking jokes here that Justin was somehow still there and he probably should have gotten sixth based on their breakup, but... Justin slid his way to second place. He can wear a silver medal at the end of this. Yeah. What if they gave him that? What if at the end, after the final rose, they just put a silver medal over him? Hey, we have one of these left over from the Olympics. Here you go, Justin. Here you go, Justin. He's, like, really happy. He's, like, holding it, like, really happily. Like, yeah, silver. Um, Blake gave her... Blake was making this face when Katie started explaining. Greg left. Michael A. left. Um... Andrew, to a certain extent, left after she said, hey, you can come back. Blake was giving her this face, and the face said, why is everybody leaving? What do I not know? What do all these people know that I seem to not know? I'm, I'm serious. There was this face as if to be like, I'm curious why all of these people are are leaving like what kind of stuff is going on behind the scenes that I'm not exactly seeing? It seemed like it was a little bit scary for her. Um, and then, yeah, let's get into Justin here real quick. I mean, it's Justin. Immediate death, right? I mean, immediate death. I mean, he... Wait, we're actually talking about Justin? <laughs> we'll, talk about, we'll talk about Justin. Here's why I want to talk about Justin. He had no business, and Ty said it, he had no business being anywhere on that finale. Her feelings for Justin, again, I'm only being shown, you know, what's being presented to me, yada, yada, yada. But that breakup they had... That was a pretty chill breakup. There were not a lot of tears. There were not a lot of tears coming from either side. I mean, Justin, I guess Justin was having, but in terms of Katie, she seemed all right to be kicking him out. They, they, yeah. Justin is the most expressive guy, as they made quite clear the whole season and the finale. And that was the least expressive moment that guy showed the whole season. It's was so that true. It's so true. Just completely 
deadpan. I mean, they were they were they were they were rubbing onions on on, on fingertips to, to probably get some tears on, on that one. They they, I mean, they, they had to they have had been, to because have been. I just can't see that there was anything that there was anything there. And 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 Justin said he felt blindsided. <laughs> Blindsided to be sent home? He's also a comedian. Yeah, Justin, we're blindsided by the fact you've slid your way into second place. Did you think you were going to win? I would love to hear the host say that. The host just asked Justin, did you think you actually might win? Like that Because that's what he must have thought. But that's The Bachelor, right? I imagine as a contestant, you are kind of in your own kind of world and you don't know how strong or how not strong these relationships are with the other guys. I remember when Connor B left, they were all shocked because I think that they thought she had a really strong connection with Connor B, but she really didn't and she sent him home. I think it's that same thing. Maybe Justin in his own mind was like, I'm going to win. I'm here. I'm in second place. I'm doing this thing. Look at me. I'm the man. But the reality of it, as Lisa, we were shown, is he had no shot, and he just kept sliding his way in after Michael leaves, after Greg leaves. Um, Fonz, at any point, did you think you're on the hook for a million bucks? There was not one. You know what? I shouldn't say that because I did say if Justin won, I would give a follower a million dollars, and I and I and I do mean that. I was going to come up with the money. I was going to pay somebody. I was going to come up with the money. If I had to rob a bank, I would have robbed a bank if I needed to. I'd have done whatever I needed to do to come up with the money. Here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought what was going to happen is Greg left, and she was going to kind of have this heartbreaking finale, and they were going to send both Blake and Justin home pretty quickly afterwards. They were going to say, "Hey guys, you're second rate. Sorry, we're going to have to send you." Home. <laughs> They could probably soften it up a little bit more than that, but <laughs> they, sh- they should have given them both silver medals. Yeah, and given no one the gold. Right. Yeah. So, guys, we are going to send you off, but we're not going to send you off with nothing. We do have these silver medals left over from the Olympics. Yeah, yeah but we're going to give those to you. I was a little worried when I found out they were actually continuing the show. <laughs> At that point, I was like, oh, goodness. I hope that Justin thing is really as weak as I, <laughs> as I think it is. Otherwise, I might be, uh, I might be out a million dollars. Thankfully for Justin, he received immediate death. He came in, and he did not get to go on any part of the date. She just immediately said, can we talk? First thing she said was, can we talk? She opened three up the date. Words. She opened up the date with the three can words. You don't want to hear at any point let alone to start off a date, can we talk? And they talked, and Justin, apparently, according to Justin, it was a real heart-wrenching goodbye for him. For the rest of America, we were just kind of like, sorry, but we saw this one coming. Uh, Justin was a great guy. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, Shawnee, thoughts on the family? <laughs> oh, Aunt Lindsay. Aunt Lindsay, Aunt Lindsay, Aunt Lindsay. Um, as we talked about Barb before, Barb walked so Aunt Lindsay could... I don't even know if she was running. That girl was going 150 miles an hour, not letting anyone speak. And it, w- it was so <laughs> ingenuine, so in my opinion. So ingenuine. I mean, literally, this girl, like, Blake couldn't even say a word. And it was, nope, yep, nope. He literally is like, yeah, I was... I witnessed my parents' divorce and was yep. through that. And she looks at him and she goes, it's not the same. You are. You can watch the train wreck, but you're not in the train wreck. And it's like, okay, okay, lady. Like, who hurt you? Like, who exactly. hurt you? Right. Is oh, my gosh. It's either one of two things. Like, she decided, hey, I'm on The Bachelor. I got to be the bad guy. I got to be sure to say nothing to everything. Because you're right. And I think Ty mentioned that on the show as well while we were watching it. She says, you have an experience. She said, marriage is not always perfect. And what Blake said is, I know marriage isn't always perfect. I experienced my parents go through a divorce, which is a traumatic thing for a kid to go through in any kind of circumstance, right? It's a difficult thing for a kid to go through. And for her to just sit past it off and say, well, that's not the same thing. You haven't been in it. Well, of course he hasn't been in it. He hasn't been divorced before. Of course he hasn't. So why wouldn't the fact that she wasn't receptive of that to me... Said everything I needed to know. It was completely ingenuine. It was completely for the cameras. It was over the top. I despise. I couldn't watch it. It wasn't entertaining to me because it was so mean. It was so over the top. It's like I'm not interested in it. Ty, any thoughts? I thought you brought up a great point there. Yeah, Ty, it's when like you she, talked about that marriage, she almost thing. used it against him that he hadn't been divorced right. <laughs> or, like, or like had a really bad like love go wrong right. like example. Right. Do we even like, have oh, confirmation yeah. that like she's married i i checked when we were watching she had a wedding ring on i was looking for that i'm like is this lady even in a position to speak and if she is like 
bless his soul, the, her husband. Bless that husband's soul. Um, There's no way I he wants I to be in that. He's yeah. got to be. He's, I would have taken more advice from the Zabroni or whatever. They burned out to the ground than that woman. That's yeah. all I can say. That, that woman was. I think just, you. I think you hit it, though. I think it was, I'm on The Bachelor. This is my chance to grill this guy right. and be like the And show how tough our family is. It was disgusting. Yeah. There's strong, independent women in this family, and we don't let anyone mess around. It's, it's like we get it. And I get that Katie can show sides of that as well, but it's not. And she, the, the thing that made me the most mad that she said was, you mean nothing. She said that to him. She, she said, you mean said nothing. nothing. I mean, what an incredibly disrespectful thing. It's a good thing Blake has such strong feelings for Katie. Because if I was hearing that, I would, I would be, and I'm sure they did maybe talk about that off camera or something, be like, what the heck was up with your aunt? She told me I mean nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to join your family and you're going to tell me I mean nothing. I mean, that's extremely disrespectful. It's not cool. Um, the mom was all right, though. Um, the mom the mom seemed kind of legit. Joey, thoughts on the mom? You're giving me a face. I mean, more legit than relatively more legit. More legit yeah. than Aunt Lindsay, but how much? I mean, is that really saying a lot? I yeah. mean, the mom, the mom was okay. She kind of tried to play hardball, too, a little bit, I think. Not as much as Lindsay. She kind of came around a little bit in the end. She was, like, trying to ask the tough questions and then circle back. I don't know. Um, she was all yeah right. yeah I don't know about the mom either yeah she she was all right but you know who cares I don't know um, okay this went on way too long this entire episode of the Bachelor I mean did we have to do three hours of this thing I mean I get it but I guess we're going to when they were burning the guy they were throwing down they were writing down the things that they that they are they're ready they to get rid them. of and then they burn them. I mean, I get that we have to do 20 minutes of the stuff that doesn't matter, but I mean, that's what we chose to do. I get that we're in New Mexico. Matt, tell me more about how much The Bachelor has suffered as a result of COVID. <laughs> Insurmountably. <laughs> like, I mean, number one, you're in New Mexico. Like, I've never been in New Mexico. Nobody has. But I Who has imagine. been in New Mexico? Nobody. You only go to New Mexico if you're from New Mexico. Nobody actively goes to New Mexico. Exactly. So, like, that part of it was really tough to watch. It's, like, barren wasteland and just absolute, like, nothing. Um, the, I mean, the, the best part of the show is when they would travel and you get to see all these different places. And the last ceremony or whatever, the, the engagement is in some exotic location. Sure. They're in, like, a barren wasteland, like, woods and... Like some nasty, maybe a mountain in the background that maybe you're not was edited in. Like who knows at this (laughs) point, but it, the show, yeah, the show is definitely taking a turn for the worst. Yeah. The fact that they can't, they they can't can't travel. They can't travel and they, and they do travel a lot, don't they? I mean, they put them on a plane. They'll say, Hey, we're going to go overseas across the country to, to wherever. And they just travel kind of bop around the world. Right, Johnny? Yeah. I mean like it probably like the pattern they're getting into is like week three or four. They do like some random town in like the U S like, like Richmond, Virginia or something like just some absolute random place. And then like after doing an episode there, then next thing you know, they're off to Bali or something like this is your New Mexico's no. Well, Bali. that sounds like the dream right that. there, man. That exactly. sounds like the dream. It's no wonder why people want to get on the show for no other reason than that. Just to hop the world. Right. Uh, I know. And that we're talking about right reasons, wrong reasons. <laughs> There's a lot of wrong reasons. People just want to hop around the world. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would think. Yeah. Fun- or, sorry. For, for me, I was going to say, it's like, you don't know what you got till it's gone too. like, because I was like, when they started doing the, you know, local COVID seasons, I was like, oh, it'll be fine. They'll have an update ideas. We'll, we'll be good. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, we're in, like, the third true circle. Like, they, they ran out of ideas. <laughs> they literally like, they, reused like, the exact right. same yeah, dates. they would do the same dates. What was the other date they did? The truth it? or dare? The, they used the exact same truth or dare they did <laughs> yeah, with the, the, yeah. oh, you didn't watch it, on Tasha season. Oh, they did the they same did thing? They did the exact same truth yeah. or dare they did in case... I'm pretty sure there's some of the same, like, dares or whatever you call them, scavenger hunt things, yeah. Oh, they did that same thing? That was an unwatchable date, too. Yeah. Because it wasn't truth or dare. They just made them run around and do a bunch of exactly. stuff they didn't want to do. And, yeah. yeah, and some of the dates would be, like... There was no truth. Like, the same date just, like, re like resurfaced. Like, it, it was, like, the... It was, like, slightly tweaked. Like, like oh, yeah, we're doing, like, a... Uh, like a yeah, like a hunt. Like, a, like an egg hunt or, like, something. What was that in last season? They were, like, throwing, like paint balls at each other or something and they I don't know but then yeah it was it, they, they, they they you don't have to talk about that and then somebody won like the big egg or something 
Could could be. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it sounds no, like it, they're it in like those a, meetings sweating yeah. right now. It sounds like they're in the meetings sweating, saying, when is COVID yeah. going to end? Because we are going to have to do the same thing again, and I'm afraid Batsar Nation is going to pick up on it. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds pretty brutal. Um, hopefully, they start traveling again soon. I'm sure they will. Um, is this the worst connection you've seen a winner have, Blake? And uh, Blake and um, I, I want to go around the panel. Uh, talk about maybe some of the worst connections you've seen. Is Blake and Katie up there? Uh, Brockberg, we'll start with you. Worst connection you've seen. Is this up there? Does anybody think that I mean, they? Does anyone think they could go to the distance? Maybe I should ask that to start. Right, I'm getting a lot of no's. Okay. You never know. I mean, I think I think she did really like Blake. I think she definitely liked Greg more um but again like if she would have met blake in the real world and just started dating would they get married at some point like absolutely they probably could sure um given the circumstance it's i don't know it's tough to say but like when they watch it back i think will be the big like seeing how how infatuated she was with greg i wouldn't watch it back if i was them i'd be like let's make a deal we're not going to watch this back because we experienced it. We don't need to watch an ABC edit of what we experienced. Let's just not watch it back. Especially if I was Katie. I'd be like, can we please not watch that back? <laughs> like, Yeah, our cable stops working every Monday night. At yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's ironic. Yeah, I just can't seem to get access to the program. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Blake. Um, Shawnee, any thoughts on... Or let me ask you this, Matt. When do you think they'll break up? Do you think they'll stick around for a while? I'll give it six months. Okay. Okay. Shawnee? Okay, so I wouldn't say they're the lowest in connection. I think that, uh, I mean, you can't forget Juan Pablo, who literally, like, didn't tell the girl he loved her. She was standing on stage. It was the most awkward reunion ever. Did he that, propose to her? No, no. I guess so. If you're saying proposal, no. But then there was a couple seasons in there where I'm I'm dead convinced that they literally only picked the girl who just happened to live closest to them. One, we referenced her earlier in the podcast, Andy Dorfman. The guy she ended up with lived, the whole thing was he lived two blocks from her. And they lasted like maybe six months. And mm. I'm dead convinced they just decided on that for convenience factor. And yeah, the other one was Farmer Chris. The guy literally owns like a thousand acres in the middle of nowhere, hours from anywhere. And he picks the girl who lives the closest to him, which was still hours from him. And they lasted like two months. Like, yeah. I, I just, other than those ones, which I honestly feel it was ease of convenience for where they lived and they could see it working in their lifestyle, I don't, I would say they would be the least lowest for that. Probably okay. third lowest, yeah. Okay, Havlick. So, as I mentioned a lot, I didn't like Blake at, at all. Didn't like him when he was on the season, didn't no. like him at night, didn't like him at all. But more importantly, neither does Katie. I don't think she likes him. <laughs> Are you ki- okay? She likes That's him. Not That's true. Let's Katie pump actually the brakes. does like Let's him. Let's pump Come the brakes on. here. Have like Katie Boom. doesn't like. I mean, she clearly likes the guy. Now, did she like him as much as Greg? No. Is Blake second rate compared to Greg based on what we got shown on the TV? Yeah. But to say that Katie just doesn't like him is a Joey exaggeration if I've ever heard one. But okay, continue. Doesn't like him. <laughs> I'm, co- I'm convinced. I'm convinced she doesn't like him at all. <laughs> okay. Like literally, I agree. I I was totally crunching that they both were going home because why? She doesn't like either of them. She didn't like Justin or Blake, and it was, in my opinion, it was a total consolation prize. I would say this is the the least connection I've ever seen on the show, and and it's funny because. I know everyone. How has. dramatic is Joey being right Joey's now? Joey's face right now is driving me nuts. I Joey's dra- dramatics at the moment are next level. First off, Blake actually, I do think like let's rewind to Blake's like rookie season. Claire Tasha, that guy literally like re- made a point to really know Claire, knew about her mom situation, and he did everything, put his heart out there. That guy puts his heart out there, and he did that for Katie and Katie could clearly feel that too do I agree there was the Greg situation but also the editors could have given a little bit like to make it look that much more dramatic to try and create a tv show I don't think someone's gonna propose 
like they don't have to propose on the show. That has been well established. I don't think she was going to accept that proposal if there wasn't something there. For you to say there's zero relation there, that is so dramatic. It's such and a Blake preposterous like, statement. Like I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I'm on a TV show. So yeah. So let me say, someone comes and proposes to me because they're on a TV show with me. I'm just gonna say yes because it's for TV. No, there has to be some feeling there. If some random chick walked up and like gets on a knee, uh, no, you're outrageous, kid. Like the, Blake. The, I can't. I don't even know what to say to you. To, Blake was a great guy and is a great guy. Katie did have weird feelings back and forth, but to go this far, Joey, I preposterous, absolutely preposterous. Okay, keep keep going, Havlik. Like, I'm with you, Shawnee. Literally no connection, and this is why. <laughs> this is why. You ready? Yeah, I'm 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 ready, Joey. Blake, he always she would ask him a question, and if you looked at it, he would just try to give the best possible response. It was like he was in an interview. It was like she asked a question, and he would just try to calculate out the best possible response he could. And you don't and think Greg did the same thing? No. It seemed like Greg was honestly genuine the whole time. I kind of agree with Joey, actually, on this. I feel like Greg was genuine. It felt like Greg was never trying. That's what I yeah, liked about yeah, Greg. It seemed like he was never, ever making agreed. an effort to say what you wanted to hear. Maybe, well, maybe he was an actor the whole time. <laughs> maybe apparently he was. I don't buy into any of that acting garbage. But, um, yeah, have like, I, I guess I get what you're coming from. Are you, is well, that all you want to say? No, there, there's two more points. So... With that, with that. He's got like nine different points on this plate. With, with that, it's because when he was talking to her aunt, Aunt Lindsay, um, you could even see, he even said he was trying to give her the right answers and she went way overboard. She was like way over overboard. But the thing is, he even said, oh, I didn't give her any of the answers she wanted. And he was trying to because that's what he did with Katie. Right. He was just trying to give her the, what she wanted to hear, right. the best possible answer. And one of them, though, that he just swung and missed on when he was trying to give her a first answer was his, like, moment they fell in love. It was like, I mean, I get it. Everyone might have a different point and maybe different moments hit them differently. But it was some, like, Canadian hockey, hockey date thing. Hockey's and, romantic, Joey. And they you were like, and she, was, she, was, he was like he was like, she did three hops backwards. And that's when it hit me that I was in love. I'm like. What? Well, what do you what, want him to say? What do you what What do you think would would what What would be the moments that he would fall in love that you want to hear? I don't well, think that's just, unrealistic. The thing, the thing is, it just seemed like it wasn't like an emotional moment for him. It was like they were playing hockey, and then she like walked. So you're just judging. And... So you think that someone needs to like fall in love the instant that they like what like a love at first sight thing? That was his moment. I'm sorry if anything that was. If you're saying Blake's fake, I'd say that was one of the realest things he yeah, brought up. I, I agree. I think there's any kind of any kind of moment, any kind of insignificant moment, you can maybe start to develop those or kind of have a record, kind of recognize those feelings, even in any kind of insignificant moment. So I'm going to kind of call you out there a little bit. That's just my opinion, though. I mean, maybe you're wrong. Maybe Joey, you think she'd notice it if they like made out underneath a waterfall or something on the top of the world. Maybe that's kind of more of what you're looking for. Yeah, just I mean, I guess I just in his, in that answer, I think again he was trying to generate some sort of like response that was like a good response, and I just think it was kind of a swing and a miss. I I just feel like it wasn't. It just didn't have any passion. I guess over in under my, over yeah, under six months. Way under. I would say I uh, I'm crunching. We're going to see an Instagram post within two months. Ooh, do you want to make a bet to do three months? I'll take the over on three months. Ooh. Um, you still owe me 40 bucks. You still got to Venmo me the 40 bucks, and then we can start the <laughs> bet. Like, I'll give you six months. I'll take the over on six. Ooh, Ooh. Do it. Do it. Ooh. Over on six? Okay. Or hold on. Let me let me look at this. What would that put What are you us? looking up? He's trying to figure out when Michelle's season is because my theory they make it to the end of Michelle season, give it two weeks after that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I'll do, yeah, I'll do, I'll do under six. Okay. Well, that's not me though. That's Ty. Ty. All right. 20 bucks under six. Yeah. And Done. then, and All then right. let's transition to Ty now. You feel confident that they're going to last more than six months. Uh, tell me about that. I confident relative to being more confidence over six than under six. I'm just sure taking the field on over six months, however long it may last. Your, your your original question on like the strongest connection and the, the least of a connection, definitely Juan Pablo and Nikki or was it Nikki? Yeah. Um, but it was kind of when you were asking that, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, it's weird that the amount of like flip flops we've seen in the last handful of seasons, that those still felt like stronger connections than the one we just watched, where like it was someone chosen outright, where I'm like, oh, Ari and Becca were better than 
what we just saw. But right. He then breaks up with her on live television, and you know that's happened a couple of times. But for some reason, I, there is a the aspect of them being such similar people. I think that they could easily to, to Matt's point, like you meet that person on the street, you could easily like fall in love with that person, marry them when you're when you're that similar and and just like have that much fun together. So I think they can they'll go over six months. I don't know if it's gonna be the Tristan and Ryan love story, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm rooting for them. Although I usually root for bachelor couples to make it. Like I like it when that happens. I'm not. I don't really like. I'm not really rooting for them that much. Like I'm going to, but I want to see Katie get back with Greg. I know that that door seems completely shut, right? We've we've seemed to lock that door shut. That's the that's what I would have liked to see work because that seemed more real to me than anything else I experienced on just by watching the show. This stuff with Blake to me again. I hope they don't watch it together because if they do, it's just going to be uncomfortable. When when Katie says book me my flight home, that's really insulting for Greg. I know she's emotional then. But, oh, it's very insulting to Blake. I mean, I know she's emotional then, but for her to say hey, book my my it was home. insulting to Justin too. Just remember. Oh, that. that's a good point, Johnny. Thank you. Justin was there as well. Poor Justin. Everyone forgets about him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, I don't really see that. Uh, I don't really see it working out either. Um, okay. Well, very well done, gentlemen. We are at we are at just under two hours. <laughs> we really let this thing drag on. I wasn't gonna stop. I mean, I wasn't gonna stop. I think you know, half of it was drops of Jupiter, though. I think yeah, exactly. Half of it was you sang all of Drops of Jupiter because you started and you were like, "Should I sing it all?" And I'm like, "Yeah, just sing it all." And then you started to sing the whole thing. I was like, "Yeah, that was a long." Can we get some uh, drops of closing Jupiter. time or get a little closing <laughs> time? Joey, can you Joey pull out closing time? Uh, oh on my your, god, on your we phone. Really lyrics. We'll do closing time. I don't know if I remember it on guitar, but uh, I mean, if Matt's requesting closing time, I mean, we got to uh, we got to give him that. If you're a true karaoke savant, I don't even know what you self-proclaim as. You can, you can pull out closing time. And we all know Fonz is going to be able to look up the notes and play it perfectly. I think I, I, think so. I already know this one, actually. I think you I ready, Joey? You have your mic? He, he's he's getting the up. water ready. He's, he's <laughs> sipping it. singing <laughs> sorry <laughs> closing time <laughs> I don't know if I can do this oh wow that was really bad <laughs> that, was, that was really that bad was a, dude that, that, was, not even sour, that yeah. was a really sour that was note. a very sour <laughs> note closing time open all the doors and let then you out into John say up the world closing time I've ever heard. 
You were on the polar opposite of like the scale there. You were about as all. That was, that was, yeah, I was on Mars. Wow, that was Matt, really thank you bad. for asking him to sing that. I did not think he would bomb it as hard as he wow, did, and I'm wow. very happy that he did. That so. was very, really bad. Wow. All right, so with that, everybody, wow. we are going to wrap up. So everybody have a good rest of your evening, and we will see you guys uh, next week for Paradise. Yeah, VIP. see you next week after that. I don't even know if I can hold my head high at all after that, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try. <laughs> yeah, why don't, why don't you try? Tomorrow might be You've tough. You've made it You're through two seasons. To, yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Exactly. So we'll be back for Paradise next week. So everybody have a good rest of your night. We'll see you guys next week. Break.